When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Someone loves her to death. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Secret Admirer. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And yep. Yep. R.L. Stein's Secret Admirer. Um, not good. Not good. Not good. So before we really get into it, Kelly, how are you doing? Um, good. I, well, so yesterday I was a big old idiot. Oh, yeah. I ate a big carne asada burrito. And oh, I was you like, dumb, dumb. well, and then I was like, I only need to wait like 30 minutes before I go for a long run during a heat wave. Kelly. I almost puked on like Dan Harmon's uh, oh, driveway. No. I was like running and like it was literally like for oh my God, 45 minutes I was trying not to puke. That is seriously terrible. <laughs> You're right. That's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And like I was like feeling weird and queasy. Then I had to do a show feeling weird and queasy the whole time. And then afterwards, usually I'm starving after shows on Sunday nights. Wasn't hungry at all. <laughs> then no. uh, uh, went home, went to sleep today. I did not eat before my run. And so now I feel great. Oh, and good. Uh, I, I was like, oh, well, you know what? It's a lot easier to do anything, not like within 30 minutes of having eaten a huge, <laughs> like a huge burrito. That's uh, gross. It's really gross. <laughs> I feel great now. So here I am. How That's are you, good. Lindsay? Um, good. I So your story occurred after we did Scare LA. Yes. We did a Scare LA panel with Feral and Starburns Industries. Um, at the like Los Angeles horror and Halloween convention that they have here. They have it just a week after the Long Beach horror and Halloween mm-hmm. convention. We had this panel in a hall for 600 people mm-hmm. and there were, what do you think? 45 to 50 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was a fun crowd. It was so very it was, fun. It was a yeah. fun panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We did it with uh, Dan Van Kirk of the feral podcast, dumb people town. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Great podcast. Yeah. Everybody it was really check fun. it out. Yeah, he told us the story about a woman who called 911 because there was a boa constrictor on her face. That was <laughs> <laughs> that story was so funny <laughs> because so the whole uh, conceit of dumb dumb people town is that Dan brings in a like a few headlines from like a few insane headlines from around the country and tells it to the Sklar brothers and whatever guest they have that week. Mm-hmm. If they have one, I do think they usually have one. Like mm-hmm. John Hamm has been a guest, mm-hmm. other such people, <laughs> John Hamm adjacent, you know, John Hamm, others. Um, <laughs> and the thing that happened was when the woman called nine one one to say hello, I have a boa constrictor on my face. The nine one one operator said something like, "I'm sorry, you have a what? A what, ma'am? A what?" <laughs> And then, uh, 911 also operator. just like too much conversation about where she like not address she was like it was like are, are you, you outside, outside? 
And then and then the woman telling her, like, I rescued this boa constrictor a couple days ago. <laughs> no, uh, yesterday. Yesterday. I sh- last night, I rescued this boa constrictor. Oh, no, Don't worry. My face. I have nine ball pythons. So I'm used to I'm used to snakes. snakes. However, it is on my face. It is face. currently on my it face. It is biting my nose. I cannot breathe. Help me. And then when they got there, she was out in her driveway <laughs> surrounded by blood. By blood. I just said surrounded by blood. Uh, no, with blood around her, oh, which was very weirder because <laughs> it sounds like someone just put a couple cups <laughs> of so blood stupid. just around her. And then they had to cut the snake's head off with a pocket knife. Yep. With a pocket knife that a fire... Um, I was going to say engine. I kept wanting to say fire starter. <laughs> That's why I couldn't... There's that long I was like fire engine, fire engine. firefighter um, just had on him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And we talked about the Fear Street saga. Mm-hmm. Um, got to revisit how light on story those books are. And how heavy on Daniel they Daniel, are. Daniel, Simon, <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Benjamin. Um, but yeah, that's uh, fun. If you want to hear us talk about Fear Street Saga for the first time, check out that episode uh in our archive yeah um but so without further ado <laughs> secret admirer dude should i read the back of this book please do fear street where your worst nightmares live selena has it all she just scored the lead in her high school play and everyone adores her so when she starts receiving dead flowers from a secret admirer named the sun she just assumes it's a harmless fan but selena soon realizes that the sun is serious dead serious. First, her understudy is injured in a suspicious accident. Then, a speeding car almost kills her. Selena doesn't know what this psycho wants. All she knows is that her number one fan has become her number one nightmare. The fear is catching. I'll tell you what my number one nightmare is. What? This hideous cover. Okay, first of all, this cover... It is so fucking dumb. I hate this cover. It's pretty embarrassing that somebody designed this. So it should be assumed this is not a first-run cover. No. This is, I'm going to look that up. I don't even know what it looks like, but it's got to be just a thousand times better than this one. So it's not in the, like, old-school, like, illustrated style. This is a, at least mine was from 2006. Yeah, mine Um, too. And this is a 10th edition. So... I mean, it's my hope that the original cover looks better because honestly. Oh, it's got to. It has to. You can't even really tell oh, what's going on. Oh, my fucking God. This is so much better. I'm so angry. Let me see it. Hang on. Let me find a good quality. The, you know what the problem is on this cover? There's too many things happening. Oh, that's so good. Fuck this. these fucking new additions. So what's on the cover of the old one is a pretty girl with blonde hair with curly blonde hair as is the character in the book um and it says secret admirer in the usual writing and she's in front of like a stage like a green room mirror with the vanity lights all around it because in the book she's you know star star. school play and then i'm your number one fan is like written on the mirror in blood love that fucking love that awesome do you want to try to describe the yeah. piece of shit cover that we got? Okay. So R.L. Stein and Secret Admirer are in what I assume is the same font, which looks like if you Googled like 
industrial gritty font. Yeah, or like um 90s hacker font. Yes. Yes. If you've seen hackers, yes. It's like that. And then there is the Fear Street sign um and there's like rust on it. It looks like a street sign. It's a I, street sign. I get why they're doing that, but <sighs> it, it's too big. It's get it's a poorly laid out. Yes. And there's like uh, too many other things happening because there's also what I assume an image, the very, the background, like the last layer, you know, the background layer is an image of, I assume, Fear Street in Shadyside. Mm-hmm. Then there is a moon overlay that is very large, which I didn't even realize until I'm looking at oh, it now. that's what that is? Yeah. So there's a moon. But then there's also oh what God, appears to be ugly. maybe blood or grime dripping down over the moon. And then in front of that is a like a little round Tiffany's gift box splattered. Round? In, not round. Sorry. Little cubed. <laughs> a little cubed Tiffany's gift box with like blood and a white ribbon with a bow. And then like weird like crackling aging on the side that seriously looks like I drew it with my mm-hmm. pen. Um, and then the text, someone loves her to death on the bottom, but also like there's like Splattered an after with blood. There's like an after image of the box below the box, making it look like it's got like some like like there's a light effect. Yeah, like it's like indicating perhaps movement or I don't know what it's trying to tell us. These 2006 covers are just hideous. Oh, do you have the other They're ones in the night? Hideous. Hmm? Do, do you have images of the... Oh, you... Have, oh, yeah. Oh, you have a different... Yeah. ...version. What edition is your book? Um, Mine's 10. It's the highest number in the... Like, when it's saying, like, three, four, five, six, seven. But, like, it's counting down right here. So the highest number is what edition yours is. Also 10. Huh. I got 10, 9, 8. I wonder if mine is, like, a book fair version <laughs> or something. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, these books are hideous. Oh, and then also there is, is a hacker's font, by the way. I'm like, look at this. <laughs> yep. 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 Exactly. With even the glowiness, too. Yep. And then also, like, it should be noted that there is also a layer over all of this that is like a, t- a, a rain stained window, which um, is another yeah. layer. Yeah, another like layer. There are, and, and then there's like another Ugh. layer of like a house. Like, what is this here? Ugh. It's like there's too much. Uh, and and every single piece is hideous. Like I get it. 2006, we were living, we were it was like we pre- didn't pre-photoshop, yes. pre-design. It was, it's like I said like if nothing else, we have Obama to thank for political campaign graphic design not being hideous anymore. Mm-hmm. Also like I feel like but we this have was, a lot more to thank him for. Yeah, that's true. Not just that. Not so just that. That's just one thing. Um, it's a non-inclusive list. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also Very like specific. a time where um, we, in 2006, like, this was right before the crash, you know? And so we were- But after 9-11. So we were in a weird place as a country. Um, as we, a people? As a people. And I think that's really indicated like, with this cover. We- had yet to know that we would be getting our first black president. Exactly. We had yet to be introduced to Twitter. Yeah. And you know what Twitter taught us? Concise. You know what this book cover is? Too much. 
a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. And then the book itself, maybe like almost too concise and not concise enough at the same time. Yeah. There was also a lot of like, this book had a lot of what we don't appreciate with Arl Stein, uh-huh. which is bullshit cliffhangers. Yep. Red herrings that do not pay off. Like five red herrings. Too many. Also, I kind of called who it was. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie. Jake. um, Danny. Danny. I guess that's it. And then there's the actual killer. And then the killer. So it's the story of a girl who. The story of a girl. Who. I really tried to remember the world. In the photograph. Absolutely love her. When, when she, she smiles. smiles. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Um, so she, yeah, um, right. So this is the story I of guess girl. I mean, the back of the book was enough, but so we meet Selena. She mm-hmm. is, well, first we read one of the, like the first letter is the prologue. So it's, dear Selena, your name means moon. Like the moon, you are pale, beautiful, and mysterious. Your blonde hair is silvery like the moon's rays. Everyone admires you. Everyone applauds for you. I'm in your audience too, Selena. Though I see you every day, you don't see me. But someday, that will change. Someday, I will be the only person in your audience. It will be just you and me, Selena. Someday. Someday very soon. Yours forever. The sun. Yeah. So how early did you call that it was her best friend, Katie, who was the... The sun. Probably the third time that Katie was like, you're so skinny and sexy and beautiful mm-hmm. and all the guys like you. And I am just a miserable, like, overweight girl. Yep. I I think we probably figured it out at the same time. And it is page 12. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, every time there was any kind of bullshit with, because first of all, the red herring of Eddie is too much too much and also because he's not the killer so eddie is the community college student he's like what 20 he's interning yes he's 20 interning at the school as like an assistant assistant drama coach which also it's not a drama coach it's a drama teacher yeah a coach is somebody you pay outside (laughs) to coach you one-on-one or something yeah um we're in a group this is a teacher. He's got a credential. Yeah, he's a teacher. Um, um, and he he comes and is like instantly like locks eyes with Selena. And she feels like she's known him before. Oh, my God. And he's so handsome. He's like, so handsome. She could drown in his eyes and his smile and his hair or whatever. And he's like so like too intense, he's but like, she like likes but it. Like, yeah. But he like, like knows her he whole life. hiding something? Maybe he's. Also, he makes like some bullshit like comments about like he's like, oh, you you've gotten a lot more confident since you dropped the weight. And I was like, Ugh, oh, ew. He's like, you used to wear baggy clothes to yeah. hide your form. Ew. And and like knows that her dad died and he and like, brings it up. He's basically like, oh, I noticed your cell phone bill was higher this month. Yes. <laughs> like, How well, do you know that? He's being so. I don't know. Someone must have mentioned it. Like that is too so much. detailed. So detailed. Also, like, and then it's just because he's a red herring. But because he's not a red herring, that's insane no, behavior. He's he's more scary because he's not the killer. Like, yeah, I'm like, girl, do not go out with him. No, because this and he's man, also like, 
hey, you should keep our relationship secret, secret from everyone you know. And she's like, oh, secret. She's like, I'm fun. Like, no. No, I, he should. And he's like, because uh, they probably don't want me to date the students. Of course, well, of course they, they don't, don't want, want you, you to, to date the students. That is like not appropriate. Also, not appropriate. Like he is so condescending to her. So like, to, and also she the but fact also that, constantly praises her talent. And when he's like, oh my God, when he's like, she's like, how do you know so much about me? And he's like, well, I've had my eye on you for a while. You see, when you first came to high school, I was an upperclassman and you were a freshman. And I just, my, I was, my eyes were drawn to you, even though you were fat. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were s- such a good actor. You were such a good actress. Um, and she like is totally buying into it. And it's just like, girl, this guy is not a healthy guy to be dating Mm-mm. he is secret high school girlfriend no yikes no also this this guy is like not 20 he's like 35 if he has to have a secret high school girlfriend yeah just uh, he's also like doesn't seem to be that helpful to the ew when he says he'll coach her one-on-one oh gross. no ew <laughs> selena He's the real You're villain. An idiot. She also, is, Selena's an idiot. She's an idiot. I hate Selena. I hated her. She fucking sucks. Because she's like, like, first of all, she's like, gosh, it's just so crazy to be like so popular and have it's, all the guys want you. Isn't it? <laughs> it's insane how talented I am. I'm so talented. And oh, gosh, my guy best friend, who obviously has a crush on me, and my um, guy I used to date, who's the most popular boy in school, are literally fighting over me. It's like, <laughs> Danny, why can't you get it through your handsome head that I don't want to date you anymore? You're just so oafishly handsome and confident. It just really grinds my gears. I can't believe I stayed with you for six months. All right, here's the here's the first introduction to Selena. Chapter one, first page. She bowed deeply, her blonde curls tumbling over her shoulders. Then she straightened and turned to the other actors in the cast. She joined hands with Allison Pearson and Jake Jacoby. In the line of actors, everyone in the play bowed together. The audience leapt to its feet, cheering loudly. All of these people came to see me, Selena thought in wonder. I belong on the stage. Finally, I know where I fit in. And then it's just like everybody compliments her for like five paragraphs. Seriously. Ser- every single person that encounters her after this is like, wow, you really are a star. Oh, and then when she's she's like so fishing for fucking compliments when she's like, I don't know why I would have a stalker. I'm not exactly famous. And everyone's like, everyone knows who you are in shady side. Yeah, you're really well known in shady side for your high school plays. Yeah. The, Are you kidding me? I can't Come wait on. to see your Juliet. You're surely going to get the part. The part was written for you, for you. <laughs> Shakespeare was dreaming of you at the time. Um, I did laugh out loud. Well, first of all, also, did you notice the handsome gray-haired teacher? Yes, I had that paragraph <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Also, I just really quickly wanted to mention, so when the first person that's like... um. Oh, no, this is like the fifth person that's like, you were amazing, uh, which is Mr. Rorden? Yeah, Reardon? Mr. Rorden. Reardon? Rorden? Rorden? Anyway, he goes, tonight's performance was excellent. I love that thing you did with the handkerchief in the last act. You surprised even me. What could she possibly be doing with the handkerchief that is so surprising? Thank you, Mr. I guess Reardon? I think it's I Reardon. I guess Reardon. Reardon. Thank you, Mr. Reardon. Selena Pride. W- <laughs> 
replied with a smile. The handsome gray-haired teacher stepped onto a riser and shouted for attention. I'll see all of you at my house for the party. He called over the buzz of voices, but before we go, I want to remind you about tryouts next week for the spring play. You'll be happy to hear that we're doing a classic, Romeo and Juliet. The news was greeted with a mixture of groans and cheers, which is utterly appropriate. Mm. Bless the people groaning. Yes. <laughs> Fucking high school doing Romeo and Juliet. Come on. Oh, my God. Can we also talk about um, when she's like... <laughs> I'm just really trying to get into the head of Juliet. And then fucking Eddie is like, you see, that's why you're not like other high school girls. Oh, my God. Other high school girls are just trying to say the lines, but you're really trying to get into the head of the character. And she's like, oh, my fucking God, my panties are wet. (laughs) Oh, my God, I am grunt. I'm so good. Tell me more about how good I am. That is that is like right out of the seduce a young girl playbook Mm -hmm. it's like the game that's what i like about you you're not like other high school girls you're not like other girls your age you're very mature special that's why i can trust you to keep my boning you a secret hey eddie why don't you take a seat why don't you take a seat take a seat (laughs) huh (laughs) from uh 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 fuck what's the one where they trap uh child predators they may, and uh, what's oh, his name comes oh, out and it's like, hey, oh. why don't you take a seat? To catch a predator. Yeah, to catch a predator. And the guys were like, I gotta go. And they're like, why don't you take a seat? And the girls are always like, I'm making cookies in the other room. Bye. <laughs> I've never actually seen an episode of To Catch a Predator. Oh my God. So they always get an actor to play the young child. So uh-huh. it's either a boy or a girl. And they're always, because they don't want to subject the actor to danger. Right. So when the guy comes in, they're always like, the door's open. Come in. The guy comes in and they're like, I'm making cookies in the other room. Take a seat. And so then the guy's like sitting in the kitchen and he's like excited. He's like, oh man, I can't wait to like Ugh. basically be a really gross pedophile. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Hansen comes out and he's like, why don't you take a seat? And they're always like, Ugh. and then like try to like kind of leave. And he's like, no, you know what? Take a seat. Take a seat. <laughs> yep. Eddie, why don't you take a seat? Eddie, why don't you take a seat? Um, Don't. Don't bring, oh, she's probably 17 because mm-hmm. she hasn't applied anywhere yet. Yeah, she's probably 17. 17. So then he's 19, let's say. Let's no, no, be no. generous. Second he- year of, no, he's in his second year of community college. Okay, so he's probably 20. He's 20. <laughs> so she does say two years older. So we'll go with she's 18. Okay, fine. Fine. It's legal. Whatever. And he takes her to a, a like diner close to campus. By the way, he's in community college. Mm-hmm. He's in his second year. That means he's leaving for college soon. Mm-hmm. What's he doing trying to start a relationship? He's tra- he's starting a relationship he don't got to keep up. That's exactly. what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Because he's so, like, oh, I'm going to leave. Perfect out. Yeah. So he like takes her to a diner close to his campus. And he's like, no one will see us here. Like It's just like college students come here. <laughs> right off the bat. Look, if he's telling you to keep it a secret. I know. And he's telling you he'll coach you one-on-one. And he's telling you you're not like other girls your age. And um, in order to get from the parking lot to the diner, you have to walk through a tunnel? Yeah. I'm like... Not to be seen. And then a kid from your high school comes in and he fucking runs out the door. Yeah, he just ditches and is like, oh, that was close. And you're too fucking dumb to even realize what he's talking about. And you're like, what? And he's like, oh... Let me reiterate for you. I do not want to be seen with you by anybody yeah. because I Danny could get into trouble. There. Yeah. 
What? If someone is saying that, like, the morals of the world around you are telling you it's wrong, but, like, it's not wrong, mm-hmm. and they're, like, an older man, and you're, like, a younger girl, and, mm-hmm. like, they're in a power of a, uh, in a position of power and authority, and, like, you're a student. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. Ugh. I dated a guy my last year of college. Ugh, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. I'll share it. Uh, he was the guy I lost my virginity to mm-hmm. because I was like, ugh, I got to get this over with. Yeah. Yeah. This has been such a sticking point mm-hmm. for other guys I've dated. <laughs> I can't, like, I need to lose yeah. this shit. So my standards were not high at the time. He was nine years older than me. Mm-hmm. He was a directing grad student. Mm-hmm. I was in his play. <gasps> um, He had a nine-year-old daughter. He used to be a high school teacher but was fired because they thought he had an inappropriate relationship with one of his students. And he was telling me this. I was like, oh, that sucks. And oh, then after no. the fact, I was like, Ew, he did. He did. He, he absolutely did. had, like, probably had sex with a high school student mm-hmm. of his. Mm-hmm. And then here he is having sex with me. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And he was gross. <laughs> he was gross. I'm so ashamed. Don't be. We all Not have that ashamed. person. I'm just so disappointed. But it was like, I got to get this over with. Yeah. It wasn't planned. It was just like. Yeah. Suddenly we were having sex and I could have been like, get the fuck off me. We didn't talk about this. Yeah. But instead I was like, great. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do this. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like people have uh, maybe maybe people do have like nice like uh, losing their virginity stories. But like I'm sure people. I'm sure people do. Yeah. Like it was a magical and it was a field of flowers and he laid down a blanket and whatever. But I mean, for me, it was like, I remember right before the act, he was like, I love you. And I was like, and I didn't oh love him God. too. But then I just said, I love you too. Cause I was like, mm. I can't like make him. But that was also before I realized like, even if, if, if I don't feel like saying something back, that's okay. I don't have to worry about like, hurting someone's feeling you know what i mean yeah i was like oh well he's gonna be be hurt if i don't say i love you too i would have done yeah the same so i was like i love you too and it was in it was after prom in the back of uh, you lost your virginity after prom yeah Yeah. you cliche i know it's really walking cliche yeah it was uh (laughs) his senior prom i was uh younger how old were you um young (laughs) uh how old were you how old were you? I was a sophomore. I guess you don't really have to so say I was uncomfortable. No, no, no. It's okay. 15 or 16? 15. That's probably most normal. Mm-hmm. Eh, I feel like it ranged. I feel like average is probably higher. 15 seems so young to me now. It is. Very young. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Two years away from 13. I know. Wow. And the like maturity difference between... Like, just one year for those years is so yeah. much. Yeah. Because, like, I 16 to me is so much older than 15. Yeah. 17 is so much older than 16. Yeah. You really, there's a lot of maturity mm-hmm. that happens. Or maturing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 22. Mm. <laughs> and the guys I was seeing, they were, like, so fucking hung up on it. They were like, oh, I can't just have casual, like, I can't, I can't have sex with you. 
not knowing if we're going to stay together. Like, you know what the problem is? Like, that's a serious responsibility. They're being so paternalistic. thank God I had this creepy old man yeah. who was willing to overlook that. Well, how bummed out is that? Or how how much of a bummer is that? Because, like... I was so a, fucking pissed. Because it's like, if you're you're either... And I know this... I know not all men. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Um, hashtag not all hashtag men. Hashtag not all men. Um, like, but I feel like you're hashtag either... Oops, all berries. Yeah. I feel like either... That's Mike's joke. <laughs> hashtag not all men. Hashtag oops, all, all berries. berries. I think that you're either, at least at that time, you're being paternalistic and like denying that a woman has sexual autonomy and choice. And if she's like, I want to do it. And yeah. he's like, and he's like, well, I don't know. I feel like you'll become this, attached to me yeah, because you're a virgin. We're in love. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like so desirable that once you get a taste of the D, you're just going to want to lock it down forever. Get married. Yep. Yep. And it's like, I calm that, down. I got that a lot, which is like, you're looking for, I know you're looking for something serious. And I was like, I didn't fucking say that. When did I say that? We've done what? Yeah. Come Horrible. on. So you're either that or you're like, hey, uh, ignore the fact that I got fired from my old job because of uh, an inappropriate relationship. <laughs> I just wish they I were like. I can't believe I bought his story about how like, no, I was just like helping her after class and they thought I was getting too close to her. And I was like, God, that's terrible. I mean, okay. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> Which I doubt it will because it, it rarely makes anyone feel better when someone's like, if it makes you feel better and then they tell you about when they were stupid. Um, I dated a guy who was a pathological liar and I believed a lot of the things he said. And even though like it was things where it was like, there should be evidence of this, but there isn't. And you're telling like, but I'm still believing you. Mm-hmm. But I remember once he was like, oh, I tried to like, basically he basically told me the plot of ordinary people told he was like. I tried to kill myself and my mom found me in the bathroom um, because I tried to slip my wrists and she had to take me to the hospital and it was this whole thing and like blah, 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 blah. And yet there were like no, there was, the thing that I've learned about pathological liars is the lies that they get away with the most are the ones that seem so salacious that you would never ask anyone around them about it because it seems so terrible. Mm-hmm. But like there were like, there it was not true. Like it was not true that that happened. That did not happen. Wow. Um, he had no, no scarring whatsoever. Nothing like, and I was just like the fact that you would lie about something that like a lot of people actually experience and like, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's super fucked up. And I remember, uh, I, and I never called him out on it cause I kind of knew it was fake. But then I just like, I, I was like, oh, but why would someone lie about that? So I believed it. And I was like, oh, God, he's lived such a tragic life. And then one time I realized what a piece of shit he was because his best friend came into town and it was right after his dad had uh, passed away very suddenly. And he was like, hey, I want to let you know that I'm really sorry about your dad. But I really wanted to let everyone else know that my mom's breast cancer has spread to her lymph nodes and she's going to die. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> no, whoa, like this dude, like. And I didn't know if that was true because how can you, how can you ask someone like, hey, is it true that you're like, yeah, why would cancer spread? Is it true is such a weird question to get if it is. But then it turned out it wasn't true because then later we. Did his mom have breast cancer? She had at one point had breast cancer. She came out to visit and she made a comment about, oh, well, you know, um, what did she say? She said something about like she wanted to really take care of herself because she didn't want her breast cancer to spread to her lymph nodes. 
And I was like, ooh, yikes, 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 yikes. Wow, buddy. But then I remember getting really mad because I was like, you cannot trivialize your friend's tragedy and make life into a pissing contest about who has the hardest life. Like, you just basically, like, blew past the fact that your friend, like, really went through something horrible for a fake thing. I... So then I lost my shit and I was like, and you know what? I know you didn't try to fucking kill yourself. And he was like, uh, what? Yeah, I did. And I was like, really? Really? Like, what happened afterwards? Did you have to um, yeah, undergo psyche eval? Have you had to, like, did any of that? Like, what happened? Tell me from beginning to end what happened. And he was like, okay, well, like, it wasn't like, whatever. It wasn't that, like, big of a thing i just it didn't happen and i was like oh my god but he fought me that was like 45 minutes afterwards because he was he was just like i will lie until i die wow and it was crazy but i bought into it it's like well yeah because why because i believe things people tell me exactly so when a guy's like well you know i mean they thought i had a an inappropriate relationship with a student yeah of course you're like oh man that really sucks i was so giving him the benefit of the doubt and then he had he had dated a girl I knew before me. I didn't find that out until we were already until we'd already like seen each other a couple of times. And she was a freshman, so she was like eighteen. Mm. And um, I really wish that when I found that out, I stopped dating him. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Yeah. And it wasn't even dating. It was like we were just hanging out and making out. Yeah. And it's very weird to me, by the way, that now I am older than he was. And I I try to picture myself dating a 22-year-old boy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. That's weird. It is really funny because I remember like thinking that age differences weren't that because when I was 22, yeah, I hooked up with a dude that also had a child that mm-hmm. was like, I think six or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think at the time, 37. Um, and I am imagining like the fact that right now at my age, I'm like, I would not date a 22 year old because that's just like you are like you're. You have a complete, you're in a different place in your life. So yeah. different. I w- I'm sure there are exceptions. I do have a friend who's dating like a er- guy in his early 20s. He might be 22. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, she, I do trust her. It's not like she has a history mm-hmm. of this. I just, it's, I can't imagine. I can't imagine personally dating somebody who's 22. This is going to make me sound like a predator, but like maybe if they were just really mature. <laughs> I mean, Emma, like maybe if it were Harry Styles, I'm just like, I don't like, I'm just like, if I had to think of like, uh, I don't know if I had to think of like, uh, like if you were really putting me under the gun here and I had to think of somebody, I guess, um, I don't know, like Harry Styles for me, like, um, like just my mind, like, I'm just like the first person I'm thinking of, right? Like Cole Sprouse, like, like maybe like, I don't know, like if I was just going to like say, wait, Cole Sprouse, Cole Sprouse. What's he from? He's in Riverdale right now. Okay. Yes. That's why his name sounded familiar. Yeah. I was afraid. But it he was also the guy in is Valerian. a Zach and Cody. <laughs> so. But they're like fun, aren't they? Aren't they funny? No, they're funny. They're funny. He's funny. Uh, he also just broods really well on Riverdale. 
And I was like, I don't care that I'm lusting after a child. I don't even, I, I have no Harry Styles thing. That was just the first young dude I could think of. Mm. Let's see how old he is. Just How old is he? How old are you? Okay. Nope. What? All right. Uh, there it was. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Okay. You know what? Cole Sprouse is not, he's 25. He looks so good. Oh my <laughs> God. He looks so good. Look at him. Yeah. He's handsome. He looks good. He was, oh, crazy. How old are you, Harry Styles? Okay. What can't, okay, 23. Yeah, pretty oh, good. He, yeah, pretty, pretty good. That was pretty close. Yeah. I think there's a. I like that I'm song, sure Sign some, of the Times. He's yeah, a musical I like boy. I feel like there was like a young actor where I was like, oh, cute. And then I went, ooh, young. I um, can't think who it was, though. To be honest, there were certain parts in Baby Driver when that dude was like dancing where I was like, he looks cute. He's cute. Yeah. That looks cute. Um, I can't think who it was, so I'll just stick with my joke. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I mean, Good. he's a handsome boy. He is he's handsome. He's a handsome young man. He's handsome. He's broody. He's a handsome young man. I he think could I li- stand to cut his hair, though. He could stand yeah. to cut that hair. He could stand to cut it. Just kidding. His hair's fine. I would say I like when a... Now <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about... That would be so gross. I was going to say, I like when a boys. teen boy is angsty. Oh, no. <laughs> Kelly, get out. I'll do this podcast by myself. Thanks. Um, You know what? Anyway, um, I know there are exceptions, but there are. We got way off book. Yeah, and we're no longer sinful. Um, Yeah, we've gotten it out of my out of our system. Yes, because uh, we both respectively fucked a twenty two year old in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. We took a break in the Nerdist green room. Just took a couple yeah. of young 22-year-old boys here they to were study ghosts. improv. <laughs> they were ghosts. So it's okay. It's okay. They were ghosts. So really, they're, they're like older. 122 years Technically, old. Technically, they're older. <laughs> they wanted it. You could tell they wanted it. They, <sighs> lo- they may have been 22, but they looked 23. <laughs> they looked a solid 23 and three quarters. <laughs> so we got to talk about this book. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think, I think we've done a full Eddie breakdown. Yeah, probably don't oh, have right. to talk about Eddie. We're not to talk about Eddie anymore. Let's so, not talk about. It. We have we, to not. We talk have to about not talk Eddie. about Eddie. Um. So I kind of hoped it was Mister Reardon <gasps> the too. whole time. No, I, I was like, that's more disturbing, but that's way more satisfying. I was thinking that too, and then I was like, you know what? They're not going to do that There's in no a teen book. Way. Yeah. That's like, but I wanted it to be. Mr. I wanted Reardon. it to be him because he was. And then I also wanted him to be a Goblin King. Is that weird? And I wanted her Isn't to be wearing weird? a beautiful white ball gown. Tell me if I'm weird. Tell and me her- if I'm being weird right now. Oh my god, is it bad? Is it bad? <laughs> Am I so? Am I bad? Okay, I'm gonna be a little bit bad. First, let me take and a bite of this hope devil's that- food cake. Okay. <laughs> Pass the rose. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. I'm so tipsy that I'm just Ooh. gonna be bad. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you that I wish that that Selena's secret admirer. <laughs> okay, wait for it. No. Wait what? For it. I what? wish it were her drama teacher with the gray hair. Yeah, he's like I wish it was this older man who was like being super inappropriate. He's like and then he also got um he also like used to work at another school. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm not okay with it from Eddie because he's uh sucks, but I would <laughs> totally like it's Mr. Reardon. 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 I, 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 I secretly wanted it to be him too because he was kind of being weird with her. Like he's, Yeah. Like being squirrely and weird when she was trying to like 
talked to him about what's happening. And he was like, I've got to go. And was vague and like was like, I'm late and just left. And I was like, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, at that point, it was so obviously Katie. Be. Um, so I'll read the description of Katie. I mean, mm-hmm. there are various descriptions of her throughout the book as being about 20 pounds oh, overweight. The second she came out, <laughs> Selena turned at the familiar voice of her best friend, Katie Jensen. Katie came hurrying over in her stagehand's black coveralls, and I was like, oh, Katie. Yeah, I felt bad for her. Yep. Katie wiped her forehead with the back of her hand. Her short, straight black hair stood on end. Her pale, round face shone with sweat in the dim backstage lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says that Katie's about 20 pounds overweight and very self-conscious about it. I mean, she's constantly, constantly talking about how she's too heavy, talking yeah. about how— uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, how Selena has lost weight and all the guys now want her. And oh, you know what part I got really mad at Serena, Selena, 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 mm-hmm. where I got I got really mad at Selena when she's like, oh, Katie, you could try out for the play. And Katie's like, well, what part am I going to get? You're about to read it. No, that's OK. But go ahead. I wasn't going to read that part specifically. And then she's like, well, you're going to be Juliet. And then. Selena's like, right, and you could be, what does she say? It. Uh, she doesn't say who she could be. So it just, uh, uh, Katie offers to help her learn her lines for the audition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Selena replied absently, but she already knew she didn't want help. She liked to learn lines by herself. <laughs> Fuck you, Selena. Um, why don't you try out for one of the parts, she suggested. You don't always have to be a stagehand, you know, which is like, all right. Okay, great. Encouraging Good start. Katie snorted. <laughs> what part could I get? I'm I'm too big to get a decent role. Katie was about 20 pounds overweight and very self-conscious about it. Stop putting yourself down. Selena tried to keep the annoyance out of her voice. Jesus. She's I like, mean, you're really harshing my buzz. <laughs> if your friend is doing that all the time, I guess. Oh, she does say. There are lots of parts in the play. Maybe you could be Juliet's nurse. You cunt. Yeah. That you was little cunt. That's when I saw that, Ew. I was like, you are the villain. Like, Fuck you. I hope that Katie does succeed in killing you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Katie didn't respond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what could she possibly say? This is the part where I was like, oh, Jesus, I fucking hate you, Selena, even more. Selena, Katie said after a moment, when we were little, did you ever think you'd grow up to be so popular? Of course not, Selena replied. I thought I'd be fat and unpopular forever. Like me, Katie murmured. Selena ignored her. What? Well, this is the thing that Selena has even admitted that she's a little bit selfish this whole time, but she is like legit terrible. She's so self-centered. Like, and the only time anyone calls her out about it is when she says that she wants to quit the play, which first of all, I know, I know the show must go on, but like the show does not have to go. The on. show does not have to go on. Uh, Somebody died. Jake dies. Katie pushes him off the catwalk and he dies and they want to put up the play in the in that spot that he died. Theater. And so well, she... I mean, in their defense, they do have the best actress at Shadyside High. They do. And she's playing and they Julia. Don't wanna, they don't want to, like, deprive the world of that talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's really well-known around Shadyside, which yeah. I, at this point I'm going to have to assume is 200 people and all of them almost get killed. All the time. They're all constantly the time. They're almost constantly getting killed. Almost getting killed. But like the only person to stand up to her and tell her that she's like incredibly selfish is Danny, who I loved, by the way. 
that Danny was calling her out all the time about being self-centered. When she was like, why did you follow me here? And he's like, I did not follow you here. I'm on a date. Like, how are you so self-centered? I disagree because every other second she's right. She is right. That's Usually, the only time that he isn't actually following her. That's every true. Other time he is following her at the beginning. for her. But I did like when he, I mean, I didn't think he was right, but I did like that he was telling her she was selfish when she's like, I want to quit, which I think they should not have done the play. They should not have done the play. But then when he was like, oh, it's all about you. You're sad, so we can't do the play. Like, and I get that he was being weird and selfish and like wanted to star in the play, but I think someone should have told her like, this whole time you've been crazy selfish. Like all you've been thinking about is how this, how Jake's death affected you, how, um, uh, like how you're really, well, I guess someone's stalking her. So that is kind of scary. I do disagree. I don't think she's being selfish. I think she's being as selfish as anybody on this planet. Cause she's thinking about herself all the time. It's not that she's being like so self-centered. She just sucks. I don't think she's self-centered. I just think she sucks. I think she is self-centered because she, or at least she's not coping with her feelings in a good way. Because like the whole thing with her and, I keep wanting to call her Kimmy, Katie, uh, is <laughs> that. cheerleaders. Yeah, because the cheerleaders. Uh, the whole thing with Katie where she's just like, God, it's like really annoying that like Katie is like so, uh, <laughs> like so not confident. Ugh. It's like really harshing my buzz. I will say so maybe I Which just disagree it might be with you annoying. on the wording. I don't think she's self-centered. I think she's vain. She is vain. I do agree that she's vain, but I think she is self-centered because, well, maybe it, I only it is that vanity. She's right the whole time because that's what the But you can still is. be self-centered and be right. True. But there is a ton of shit happening to her. There is. The fact that there is a stalker, like the, the fact that she does have a stalker, yeah. like that is all correct. Um, I just, Danny is hounding her. Although I do, I do hate all of the like, Danny, why can't you get it through your skull? I did get annoyed by that. Or you could just like talk to him for two goddamn minutes. Also like let him get it out and then reject him. Yeah. Except for when he's trying to like run you off the road. Oh, well there's that. But when he's trying to get her to go to that burger place with him. That too. And he's like, come on. Don't you owe it to me to just like at least sit with me for like two hours? Is it so miserable to blah, blah, blah? Then I'd be like, whoa, whoa. I'd be like, I don't owe you anything. Yeah. I'd be like, listen to what you just said. Do you really think that I want to go sit with you in a fucking burger place after what you just said to me? You just proved why I'm apprehensive. You're, he he is possessive and annoying. I do not like Danny. Um, But what got me the first introduction of Danny and I was like fuck you Selena because it's she hurried to her locker pushing through the loud happy crowd of actors backstage yo Selena Danny Moore is called good job you were cool thanks Selena replied curtly she pushed past the stocky blonde senior catching the disappointment on his tanned face she felt the tiniest pang of guilt maybe I should be nicer to Danny she thought after all we meant something to each other once long time ago these days, Selena couldn't figure out why all the girls at Shadyside High found Danny so fascinating. She still couldn't believe she'd gone out with him for as long as she did. How had she been able to stand his showing off and selfishness for six whole months? You suck. He sounds She's, perfectly nice right then. Right like, then. Just say, yeah. hey, thanks, Danny. 
she does a lot of replying curtly to him. She does that at the party too. Yeah. I will say it was <laughs> it was comical to me the scene. I think it was supposed to be scary and like upsetting. But when he comes in and he's like pretending that he got hit oh, on the head or whatever. Fucking where I, yeah, where I was like, okay, this is not funny. But the thing that I did find funny was that she all of a sudden is like, everyone's fucking laughing at me. I'm so mad. She's like goes in the other room and then Mr. Reardon's like, that wasn't funny. You're not going to be in the play anymore. And like yeah. threatens to take him off the play. I was like, all right, Mr. Reardon, calm down. <laughs> and he's like, let's turn the music back on. Party's back on. I'm like, why are you hosting this party for these teens? You hurt my lady love. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt my Selena, my Moon, my Juliet. Ugh. Here's so. I, this is another. On top of the bullshit cliffhangers, is the. So we've got another like just repetitive like description of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's when that cabinet gets pushed pushed on Allison. Mm-hmm. Katie pushes yes, the cabinet yes. onto Allison, thinking that it's uh, Selena, because. She could see Allison's hair spread over the stage, face down. She's face down, Selena realized. Her arm stretched out, the place still gripped in one hand. Not moving, not moving, not moving. And the giant wardrobe on top of her, crushing her body, crushing her back, crushing her. Allison not moving, hands so pale and stiff, crushed beneath the wardrobe, her hair (laughs) spilling over the stage like blood. We already knew her hair was out. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's classic Fear Street saga. Classic Fear Street saga. Moving, moving, not moving. moving. So still, so still. Crushing her, hands so pale. Um, there was a part two where I was just like, RL, we didn't need to include this dig at Katie's weight when, uh, uh, so Katie, this is towards the end of the book at the big climax where Katie and, um, Selena are fighting on the catwalk and Katie like tackles her basically. And it's like, Selena felt the catwalk beneath her and a crushing weight above her. And I was like, all right, come on. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you, RL. But so basically, it's like Katie figures out that Jake is on to her. So then Katie lures him out, kills him in the theater. Then she lures Dan or uh, Danny's going to meet with um, Selena or no. Danny gets lured out. That's yeah. right. Because Katie's yeah. like, you didn't think I could be an actor, did you? I imitated your voice and pretended to be you mm-hmm. and had him come out. And then so she basically like bonks him on the head and ties him up. And then I got really mad. That Eddie's stalkerish ways are what Paid save. Off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. And the fact stalker that they end up together. Versus stalker. Yeah. Basically. Five versus five. <laughs> yes. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> um, here's another R.L. Stein move mm. that I fucking hate is the lie. All right. I'll just read it. I'm dead, Selena realized. Okay. So a, a light was about right. to crash on her head and Katie. Like, pushes her out of the way. I'm dead, Selena realized. Katie and I were both dead, crushed under the big metal lights. Again, she heard the crash, the crunch of metal, the splintering of glass, and waited for the pain. But she felt no pain, no pain at all. Because I'm dead, she knew. I'm dead now, floating in silence. But she... What do you mean she knew? She didn't know. She thought that, but she didn't know. I that, where it's like a thing will happen. It's like... She knew she was dead. She knew she was this. She knew she was that. She, d- you didn't know we it. We know she's not fucking dead. We're only Why halfway through this fucking like, book. Like, uh, uh. Okay, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Eddie anymore, but I did just want to mention this one part that I was like, Eddie's the villain. When they're in the car going to the date, 
And Eddie says, do you like jazz? Oh, I had that part too. Oh, and he puts in a cassette tape. Okay. What a fucking asshole. Do you like jazz? Eddie asked, slipping a cassette into his tape deck. I don't know much about it, she replied. My dad got me hooked on it, Eddie told her. At first, I didn't like it. Classic 20-year-old douchebag. But now it's my favorite, even more than rock music. This is an old, this is an octave. (laughs) By Bill Evans, he was a great piano player. Selena listened to the music as they drove along the dark highway to Waynesbridge. It's kind of nice, she told Eddie. You might like something newer, he told her. I have a great new Wynton Marsalis tape. We can listen to it on the way home. Ugh! Fuck you. Do you like jazz? If a guy asked you, do you like jazz in a car? Like, ugh! I, I highlighted, <laughs> I, I earmarked this page for two reasons. Okay. The first was that. Mm-hmm. The second was this. Where next, Eddie asked, climbing in beside her. Are you hungry? I shouldn't be after all that popcorn, Selena admitted. But actually, I'm starved. Me too, Eddie agreed. Ever been to Sam's? Sam's? No, Selena replied. Where is it? It's a great burger place in Waynesbridge near the junior college, Eddie told her. Want to try it? Sure, Selena said. Actually, she thought that if Eddie had suggested going to a place that served baked worms, she'd probably agree to it. I remember that. Selena, you are... You were so, ah, uh, fuck you. That's not funny. That's no. stupid. That's stupid and I hate it. Actually, she thought that if Eddie had suggested going to a place that served baked worms, she'd probably agree to it. You are, like, uninteresting. You are no, she's boring. really you fucking are, boring. I can't even imagine talking you know what, you to know you after that. Me? You know who she reminds me of? There's this girl that used to be my arch nemesis and she dated my roommate and so she was over all the time. No. And she was, oh, I really, really hated her. She was, she would tell these like pointless stories. And she also would say things like, can we keep this PG-13, please? <laughs> so you kind of get what kind of person she is. So she um, came over one time and she was like, um, ah, I was just at the coffee shop. And the barista asked me if I wanted my coffee extra bold. And I didn't want to be too caffeinated. Which, first of all, bold does not mean more caffeinated. It means darker roast, but whatever. And I didn't want to be too caffeinated. So I ordered just regular roast. And he gave it to me. And I drank it. And I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, That's I. That's not a story. I was like, I would. That is so boring. That's I would not, not even think story. to remember that. That's so fucking boring. That's not even a story. It's not. It's not a story. It's not a story. Fuck that. I hate it. I hate it. No, you would hate this girl. It I hate Selena. She came she's ex- that she's, is exactly, that is exactly who that she is. That is exactly who Selena is. And you know, you know that she sucks. Yeah, you, you know, know. She is not a good actress. No, she's not this a good actress. This 20-year-old college student is like, all I have to do is tell her she's a good actress. In this piece of shit, nowhere time. town, shady side. She's going to like, let me do whatever I want to her. And he's right. He's like, I'm going to give her the but slippery Selena, willy. I don't cry. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's nasty. I know exactly what that is. And it is what you meant it to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's no way. There's just. And She's not a good actor. Everybody in school is complimenting her because they have no, like, she is good for being in high school, I'm sure. Well, yeah, because they, they don't are, know. Yeah, they don't know any better. They have no, you're as good as it gets in yeah. this high school. Sure. 
And Mr. Reardon isn't going to fucking, you're a student. Mm-hmm. That's of it. course they like you. Of course they like you. Of course they like you're you. You're the Apparently, best he's got. No one else is even trying out for Juliet after Allison yeah. got brained by a cupboard. It's just her versus Allison. Allison's out of the way. And everyone's just like, this part oh, was man. made for you. And Allison is like, um, Selena, if it's okay, I I was going to try out for Juliet. And Selena thinks I don't she's step so, on your toes. Uh, she thinks she's so fucking magnanimous. Yeah. She's like, well, of course. It's just Why like any other you? play, except that this one means there's going to be an agent. Or no, who is it? A director from Northeastern, Northwestern, North, wherever the fuck. Yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern. And they do have a good theater program. She's not getting in. She's no, not getting a scholarship. So why do, do, do they seriously go to high school plays? So a director or a teacher or a whatever. Professor or something. North, I'm going to find it. <laughs> but you really think he's going out into fucking shady side? That's what I was going to say. To see a, pr- a high school production <laughs> of Romeo and Juliet? Ugh. Okay. Says coach again. That's why I couldn't remember. <laughs> Mr. Reardon nodded. Casting for this play might be particularly important, he confided. Why? Katie asked. Well, it's supposed to be a secret, but I just found out that the drama coach from Northwestern University will be here. Mr. Reardon, Reardon, I keep forgetting how his name is pronounced. Mr. Reardon whispered. You're kidding, Selena gasped. Northwestern had one of the best drama departments in the country. I'm serious, he told her. Every year he visits different schools in the area to check out the talent. This year he has chosen Shady Side High. Um Ohio is the area. Also like why is if if he North is Northwestern is not the area. If if he is scouting talent too, why is he only choosing one school per year? Yeah, he chooses go- this like, year. What a weird I guess he's traveling to other schools and this is just the first time he's chosen shady side or whatever, but there's just, there's no way. There's no way that's happening. It was at that too many applicants to begin with. They're not searching out talent. This isn't like a freaking like showcase in LA or New York. No. Also, I was curious, like, so at that time when, uh, Mr. Reardon is like confiding in her, that was when I was like, I really fucking hope it's him. Because he's, A, having this party for these students at his house. And he's, like, really obsessed with this party going on. He's, well. like, really excited. He's like, so excited. You guys, there's pizza. Yeah. He's, like, there's pizza, chips, and music. You guys, check this out. <laughs> check it. There's uh, pizza. There's pizza. There's chips. There's me. There's soda. I'm there's handsome and I have my gray love hair. for Selena. Uh, 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 did I uh, say that? Did I say that out loud? Uh, hey, let's uh, turn this music back uh, up. Uh, he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> um. Yeah, I was hoping, especially because he was described as handsome, which... Oh, I just really wish it was him. I wish he was the killer. <laughs> I do too. I uh, do. I just cracked up <laughs> because my last uh, my last earmark mm-hmm. in the book. I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, why did I why did I earmark this?" I'll just read it. Selena gazed at the glowing numbers on her digital clock. It was three o two a.m. She stretched and yawned. Something had awakened her. A noise. She listened hard. Silence now. She turned over, but her eyes didn't want to close. I'll have a glass of ice water, she decided. That always helped her relax. Ice water? (laughs) That, I was like... (laughs) That's so boring. She's so so boring. You're like, your ego is overblown and you're boring, Selena. 
have a glass of ice water. That, that always, always helps relaxes me. Calm me. Down. God. <laughs> like why, in her. Why, if he'd suggested baked orbs, I'm so hungry. I probably would have eaten that. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it? I just said oh. baked worms. It's because that's bugs. Can you imagine? Bugs are gross. What if? What if he had said that? And what if I were serious? <laughs> can you even? I mean, the mental picture. No thing. Can you imagine? Yes, guys. <laughs> Let's Gross. talk about something else a little less I unseemly. <laughs> Sorry, I even brought it up. <laughs> Ew. Oh, you know what? To calm myself down, I better have some ice, ice water. water. <laughs> uh. She may as well have been. I'm gonna go lick this beige wall to calm yeah. myself down. <laughs> I'm getting too excitable. 302 is my favorite time of night. <laughs> Can you believe how crazy it was that I woke up at 302? I mean, what are the odds? Three comes after two, but this time it came before. And zero's just a wild card. <laughs> ah! Who saw that coming? She's like, she runs into walls because she's so dumb. She's like, I'm going to go get my ice water. <laughs> oh, I did it again. Oh, oopsies. Oh. <laughs> I uh. like the color of my nightgown. My nightgown is cream. I like it. Mm, ice water. <laughs> I wear slippers sometimes, but sometimes I don't. <laughs> Tonight's one of the don't times. I didn't choose it. I just forgot. <laughs> the room was a little stuffy, so... Call me crazy. I, I opened a window. No. <laughs> Girl, you did it. I did. Oh, you're it's stuck crazy. a little because of the heat. You're crazy. Oh, I know. That's I so know. random. I know. Oh, oh, what have you that's... been smoking? Oh. And can I have some? <laughs> uh, sounds like somebody didn't take their meds this morning. <laughs> have you seen that? Every uh, fucking like, like office coworker yes. when you make a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody was wondering what that string of comments was. Nope, it's uh I remember like people finding the need to comment on things that like where I was just like why are you even talking about this? Like this is so my favorite has always been that's so random. I'm like oh it's I know uh I feel bad that I that seemed so random to you. I remember. I just feel I'm like, oh, it there, bumps me out. I remember like uh, talking to. I knew a lot of people like that. Um, I'm sure, when I said I was, that a lot in high school. Oh, sure. Uh, when I was um, in law school and like the beginning of when I was a lawyer, and there'd be people that would like. I w- I remember there's this one girl specifically where I was like talking about. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like the lighting was just kind of that like dappled lighting, and she was like, dappled. <laughs> Where'd you get? word crazy and i was like <laughs> i was like i don't know i just like it worked like it was just you yeah, know it was like what it is it was just kind of going through the, the leaves i don't it's a word that i know so i used it and she was like oh, where'd you get that word yeah, crazy yeah, she's like, where, like where does it come from <laughs> that's totally a selena mm-hmm. she really pulled a selena yeah where'd you get that word crazy <laughs> i'm laughing too hard i better have some ice water <laughs> I'm going to wise I'll suffocate because I forget to take Aaron. <laughs> I'll just hold on to my nightgown. It's so beige. <laughs> mm, cream. Cream. Um, I feel like we've exhausted. We have. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing else. Yeah. Katie pushes some people off some 
catwalks. Turns out it's Katie. She didn't want her to go away to college, and she feels like she's losing her best friend, so she goes crazy. I didn't, and this is the thing that I am uh, hopeful to see less of in later R.L. Stein stuff, and um, which we don't really see in Christopher Pike stuff at all, at least not in the later stuff, which is I'm going to kill you because like you're prettier than me and like I'm jealous. Yeah. And like demonizing this girl who is well, just like overweight. She's not jealous though. She's wants her friend. She wants to her stay with friend her. to stay with her. But then at the same time, there is I mean, a she, weird. She's jealous of. Yeah. She's jealous of the shift, but it's not like, yeah. it's more like I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure that you stay with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like ruin your, your, High school acting career. Yeah. Which I just, I mean, I just don't. That's like a boring plot to the me. The most I'm like, realistic Ugh. thing that could have happened in this book is if after the play, someone had come up to Selena and she went, what'd you think? And they went, wow, how did you learn all those mm-hmm. lines? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's the real, that's yeah. the real feedback Selena yeah. got. How'd you learn all those lines? Yeah. And that's her mom. really impressive. Mm. <laughs> And oh, I was yeah. like, wow. Her I'm... mom didn't even see the play. Yeah, her mom didn't even come. Because the mom's like, oh, I can't get off work. Which I'm like, girl, your mom does not you want to see your play. Like, she chooses her She's schedule like ahead of time. Yep. Okay, we've uh, said anyway, what we have to say about. Secret Admirer, guys. Yes. Not a great one. No. Skippable, even. Yeah. Um, but next week, we are doing, we are doing, oh, uh, another Goosebumps. We're doing uh, Calling All Creeps. It's a Goosebumps Wednesday next week. I like the name of that one. Calling All Creeps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like us. Like, like us. The name of this show. We Creeps. Um, so tune in then. This is the end of our episode. <laughs> Keep it creepy. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. You can direct all inquiries to teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're reading along with the podcast, you can now find our book schedule at teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy.